Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Talking Ship. Get on board with two cruise directors as we share our stories from the sea, discussing everything from cruise ships to friendships to relationships. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave a review and subscribe to be notified when the next episode drops. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. As always, just a reminder that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are ours and do not reflect the views of our employers. Welcome back, everybody. Let's try this again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talking Ship. It's Kindle Fire. And it is Joey, and we have had some technical issues. <laughs> I'm so mad. I know you are, now. but don't worry. It looks like it's recording now, and if uh, it's not, this is just me and you talking for the sake of talking. Oh, this is just really, like, I'm not super creative, so, like, I rely heavily on my part of the relationship to be the technically savvy one and the one that can execute and, like, the executional tasks. And whenever stuff goes sideways, I get so frustrated. I know you do. And as of now, we're watching the things, our, our stupid little connector piece for the microphones and the laptop has somehow broken and so now we are recording on our iphones but we will not stop until we deliver another podcast to our listeners exactly i believe that somebody has broken into the house and tried to sabotage our equipment Ooh, and a, and a, an opposing arrival podcaster. arrival podcaster indeed it was probably the dog he was like, you guys got to stop locking us in this room and talking on those little microphones. Nah, he won't he let me it. chew on. He loves it. But today, we're going to get straight into it today. Yeah, because uh, we don't have any other no, band I need to talk to, about. I'm... I need to get you going. Yeah. So today, I think we talk about short excursions. Okay, I love short excursions. So obviously, anyone that has been on ships knows that when you get to the port of call, there are a plethora of things to do all around the ship. Yep, uh, sorry, yep, all around yep. the island. So first of all, um, some people don't book them. Yeah, because maybe they've booked them before and they don't feel like they need to book an excursion every single time they go into a port of call. There are There's like a couple different types of people that go on cruises, like the ones that are just going on to relax, the ones that want to go and like do all the sightseeing, the adventuring, and then there's the people that fall somewhere in the middle too. Some people don't even get off the ship. Yeah, they're the ones that have been on the ship a million, or they've been to these ports of calls loads of times. Like what we were talking about in the last episode, like all of our retirees. Mm-hmm. And but, there is, I would say there is something about staying on the ship sometimes because it's quieter and you can just enjoy like a quiet ship on your own. It makes it feel like it's your personal yacht that, yeah, you right. know, you've just got your closest 1,700 crew members uh, you've hired to take you on this expensive expedition out into the Caribbean, but you don't really want to get off your big boat because all the other people are. It's it's nice. But I would always say if, like people ask us a lot about whether we whether they should get a shower excursion, what, what excursions to do and things like that. Yeah. I would always recommend, especially if it's your first time at a particular port, yep. always get a, a, an excursion from the ship. Yes, because for first and foremost, for those that don't know, the shore excursions that are booked through the actual ship and not booked like on an external company, the company doesn't leave anyone, uh, well, the ship, excuse me, the ship won't leave unless all of its shore excursions are back. Now, if the shore excursion comes back and you decide to go out and keep shopping, that's on you. But it gives you that peace of mind whenever you're in like a foreign port of call that you're not having to stress about, you know, what time the ship is leaving, this and the other, because they will take care of all the logistics for you. So that's why it's really good for those like first time cruisers. If it's your first time in a port and you don't really know how to navigate it as easily as maybe you do ones you've been to all the time like Cozumel it's really really good to get yourself booked on a actual shipboard excursion definitely and I always say there's normally like the last couple of ships I've been on have been 
seven day cruises so it's normally three ports yeah and I always say do something like do some adventure yeah do something that chills you out have a little beach day or a chill out day and then do something cultural something yeah to like go and see the the actual historical areas of the islands yeah because I think that Sometimes you'll go to these places and you'll get off and you'll go and have some tequila or whatever. You'll have a good day out and you come back. But then when you go home and it's like, like oh, you've been to, to you've been to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. How was it? Like, tell us about it. And you're like, oh well, the bar that I went to was really really nice. And yeah, I did some shopping by the port. <laughs> so I always say, especially if it's your first time, get out there, do something interesting, do something adventure, do something relaxing. Yeah, and there's loads of different there's loads of different types of excursions as well. So there are like the zip lining excursions, the dolphin excursions, the there's like the turtle um rescue areas, being able to go to that. And then there's the ones like you said, the cultural ones which take you out to like either Mayan ruins or around like the hot spots in the town. And then like the super chill ones which are always the all inclusive beach days. Either at like the beach or if you don't want to go to the beach and the ocean is beautiful in theory, there's also places that you can go to like a resort with a really nice pool. So you kind of have a little bit of something for everybody but for sure being able to book an excursion through the ship for your first time cruisers or your first time ports is is key because as well there's there's great cruises that do like multiple like like the top tens they'll do like a multiple things take you around and see all the best bits they're they're there for me if it's your first time cruising get one of those you see everything yeah. in the first time bish bash bosh like the one in Grand Cayman where it takes you to it takes you to hell because there's a place in Grand Cayman called hell. You don't actually go to hell. Um, but then it takes you there. It takes you to like a rum factory and like a chocolate factory. And, so you, and you also get to see like the island itself and you mm-hmm. go down to Seven Mile Beach. So that's a good one. What's your favorite excursion you've ever been on? I quite like doing the... Uh, I like the adventure one. That zip lining one we did was fun. That was in row. I think that was just as soon as you get off the ship in it. In yeah, so you, you go... That was... The one that you could zipline in, literally, you do a 1700, eh? I may be wrong on that. I thought it was 1700. But anyways, you literally go from like the tree line all the way down to the beach and then you literally get, you land on top of the bar. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go down the little like circular stair and like order yourself a shot because your adrenaline's running so hot. Um, I enjoyed that one. I There's been a lot of resorts that we got because sometimes with our job particularly, you get off the ship, all you want to do is just chill out. Yeah. So there's been some... Where was that place we went with your mum and dad when they came to cruise? Oh, Turquoise Bay. Yeah, that was beautiful. Turquoise Bay is also in Roatan. But we did a lot of ones out of Roatan as far as like booking the little Palapas or going to... Turquoise Bay was the one that was the all-inclusive and it had delicious drinks and the food was really good. Usually the all-inclusive, the one or the other is really good. Sandflies got us a bit though that day. Yeah, this, this the second time we went, it wasn't bad. The first time one was. Um, and the Stingrays will always uh, stay in my memory. That was one of our first excursions we ever did together. And that, that was, was in, in Grand Cayman. That was disastrous. Well, it wasn't disastrous. It was just a very <laughs> uncomfortable day. <laughs> well, I'll set the scene for everyone. But So in Grand Cayman, they don't have like an actual, um, what's it called? Like a reserve? Like a... I don't know. They don't have. They're not caged in. These are like no. wild stingrays. And so basically, there's an old sandbar where the fishermen used to go and catch all their fish. And then whenever they were cleaning their fish, they would throw all the chum and, and the bits and whatnot into the water. And then all these stingrays realized that every time there were boats that were there, there would be food. And so it became this kind of like natural gathering ground for loads and loads and loads of stingrays. And so now they kind of have a touristic side about it. Um, and it's called Stingray City. And so they, we literally took this nice catamaran out, got out there, and there was a couple other boats out there with us. Um, and we got off into the water, and there was, I don't know, probably 50 stingrays. And they were huge. Us. Like, they're not little. No. 
but they're wild. Yeah, it was it was it was fantastic, and they were all over the place. And I sometimes can get a little bit weird with some animals, especially animals that I've not seen before, and I've never seen stingrays. Yeah, and like they're they've got their barbs and everything, and like yeah. whenever you get in, they're like, okay, so just so you know, never step on a stingray because they will shoot you with a barb, and make sure you've tucked the chum in with your thumb, otherwise you may lose your thumb. Otherwise, how fun! Yeah. And the only thing, <laughs> the only other experience I've had with stingrays was obviously R.I.P. Steve Irwin. Right, and he didn't he, really give stingrays a good name. And if he, you know, he was all about the animals, and if he yeah. can't tame a stingray. Anyway, so we get in, <laughs> and the lady, and I tell this story on the ship all the time. I do it's in my comedy set, and people think I make this story up, and I 1,000%, this is exactly how it happened. Nope, I'm here as a witness. It happened. The lady said to me, put your arms out, and it'll come and spend a couple of minutes with you. And it was... I think it was five minutes in when we were like, "Yeah, did someone else want to go? Yeah, the, and stingray, the stingray wasn't moving. You. And people started gathering around you. And taking pictures of me. And then the stingray <laughs> started like moving up my chest to like my face. And 10 minutes in, the lady that was like uh, the tour guide mm-hmm. started saying like, oh, I think it's the, it's your hair. Because I have quite a hairy chest. Yes, you do. And obviously I have a beard. And so the stingray was like rubbing itself on my beard and my chest <laughs> and then and then she told us that the stingray was pregnant yeah and it, it, was, it was so because she was pregnant she was just rubbing her belly up against me and it was like 20 minutes and like it got to the point where the the tour guys were taking pictures of me saying like we've never seen this before and I was like well get it off me this is uncomfortable <laughs> this is not what I paid for <laughs> I paid for the stingray excursion not the stingray molestation oh my gosh yeah the stingray paper the human excursion it right? looked like <laughs> taking my taglines oh well, I was hoping you but would yeah, say it that's one no, of my favourite ones that's uh, that was a that was a real good day. that is one of my favourite excursions we've done and then I've never done dolphins I did the dolphins in in Cozumel um, with one of my very best friends and it was incredible um, the dolphin's name was Mateo he was the the alpha of the pod and we went going like swimming around and they did the thing where you like hold on to their fins and they swim upside down and you like shoot out and like it's supposed to look really good in pictures mine did not and I made the horrible mistake of wearing a two-piece swimsuit and so whenever we were going super fast I had my life jacket on my top on but then it was just like bare moon bottoms coming out I was mooning everybody because my the dolphin as he was the alpha he was apparently the strongest in the pack as well and he went 90 to nothing in this pool like he was trying to win the fastest water land speed record and my bottoms did not make the cut so that was definitely an experience, but it was so cool. And they're huge. Yeah, I've never done the dolphins, but a lot of... I would say if you're ever traveling with children, that when the kids come back on mm-hmm. board and you ask them about the day and they've told you the, the dolphins, that the, the, their eyes just light up like it's amazing. And you can always tell who's done it because they get the little stuffed animal dolphins. Yeah, and they're just carrying these dolphins around. And they're like, there. this is my dolphin. I swam with them earlier. This is a smaller version. But the other thing is, and a lot of people don't know that there's a difference in the dolphin tours. One is called like a dolphin encounter and one is called a dolphin swim. Oh, yeah. So the dolphin encounter is where you're like, if you've got not strong swimmers like in your group, like little kids or something like that, or they get nervous around them, you actually stand in the water and the dolphins will swim up to you, but you don't have to swim. Whereas in the dolphin swim that I did is whenever they do like the big poles and they do like the the thing where they shoot you over the water and you literally swim with the dolphins, but you're not able to touch the ground. So those are the biggest two differences there. Yeah, so, yeah, because there's uh, sometimes I get asked, like, we want to do the dolphins, but we can't swim. Or we don't yeah. like water. 
so that, that's there is options with that one and then another good one I like the ruins are pretty amazing yeah I've got to think of the one uh, Chachabin is the one that I did in Costa Maya that one really blew my mind because it was it was I think like one of the oldest Mayan ruins that are out there and they're like massively unexcavated. So there's not a lot been of lot of like rebuilding or kind of like polishing up to make it look how it used to. They built them so well back in the day that they haven't really had to excavate anything and the ruins are exactly as they were when they were built years and years ago. That was probably one of the coolest ones that yeah, I've Yeah, they're all phenomenal. And when it, even when you look, obviously the tour guides are amazing. They tell you loads of information about them. But when you look into it, like the synchronicity between like the Egyptian pyramids mm -hmm. and then the Mayan ruins and to think how they made them all those years ago with like no cranes they, yeah but as well they weren't like calling each other and being like how did you build that one? Oh yeah cool or they weren't emailing each other but they're exactly <laughs> the same like and the way they are with, with the constellations and stuff like that it's mm -hmm. crazy so it, I would say it's definitely worth going to see ruins they were probably tweeting back and forth with birds <laughs> very good no we talk about like different excursions i mean like the zip lining ones and the the atvs and everything like super cool and exciting stuff there but a lot of times we can't go on the excursions either because they're full for the guest or if we really want to relax and we go on a tour we're still basically working because mm -hmm. people then entertain you or you are feeling like you have to entertain them i like when we did i went to puerto vallarta and i did um uh, Rhythms of the Night, which was incredible. Yeah, did you never do, do it? That, no. I did that whenever mom and dad came and cruise with uh, my grandma. It was incredible. And we watched Survivor, right? Mm -hmm. Me and you got on, I think it was about two years ago, we got in this big Survivor kick. Yeah. And it was like going to tribal council. And there was like these little tikis, and there were like, it was like candlelit dinner. And then there was this huge show, and the acrobats and people were flying through the air. But. On the way back, they were like doing like line dances, and the people that were oh, doing the boat. The, yeah, I've heard the boat trip back is, is even is better. Than like the, a party, uh, and there's yeah. like a random guy doing magic tricks. But because I was there, everyone was like looking at me. They're like, "Kindle, up, up you go. Time for you to start working again." And I was like, "Man." So we don't really always go on a lot of the excursions as cruise directors now, especially because it kind of becomes work still. So what what do you do now? Do you do like excursions outside of the ship that you would? Well, recommend a guest. Puerto Vallarta. When I was on out of Long Beach, we were in Puerto Vallarta, we were eight AM to eight PM, mm -hmm. so it was a really long day. So we could get all the guests off the ship. Obviously, the guests had a long day, so they weren't necessarily all rushing to get off the ship. Right. As well, FYI, if you are on a ship and you do come to a port, don't try and sneak down to deck zero to get on the ship <laughs> until you hear the announcements. I'm just going to say that because that is so annoying when people come down and like, well, on my last ship, I was allowed to wait by the door. No, you weren't. <laughs> we know you weren't. So don't say that. Wait patiently in the areas. <laughs> we'll come and get you when we need you. Um, it's people's natural nature to stand in lines. They love it. They love to stand in lines. I know. That's why I make up lines. I just stand by a door. It's <laughs> another bit I do. Um, when we were part of that, so I didn't get to go to Rhythm in the Nights. Yeah. Because it was always booked up. Mm. And then they pulled it for like two months because they've redone the show. So if you oh. have been previously before 2021. Yeah, because so you were in 2021. It's a, it's a new show now. No, it's 2022. So they've changed, they've changed it all. Um, so cool. then it was really, really popular. But I've had, I sent quite a lot of people on that one, like as a recommendation, because you'd said how good it was. Oh my god! Amazing. And like I had people that had, I had a couple once celebrating the forty eighth wedding anniversary, and they said it was the best date that they ever had. Aww. And they said the same thing though. They said that the 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 
event was amazing, but the journey back said was another level. It was like there was a Bruno Mars impersonator, yes, and a Michael the, Jackson impersonator. There, all I remember is there was a guy with like light up like glow balls, and he was doing like magic with them, and he was doing juggling. Some, she means juggling balls. Juggling ball? I don't think he was juggling because the boat was moving a lot. I don't think he was juggling. So what know. was he doing with his glow balls? I don't know. I, he wasn't juggling them. He was doing like the thing where you like look like you make them levitate, but really you've got like four fingers on them on either side, but it just looks like it's levitating. Okay. Um, this then, is where a video would come in handy because listening to you say that sounds like you're talking about something completely different. Well, it wasn't what you were talking about. Okay. It was, it's, uh, if you were there, you know what levitating I know. Levitating glow balls. <laughs> <laughs> sounds this like a real good show. His, oh, excuse me, Forrest. Um, <laughs> And then the, but when I went to Puerto Vallarta, I would go and play golf. Ah. Golf is my, if I can get off and play golf, it really just. It's your safe space. It, it's your reset yeah, button. It's just a few hours on my own, on a golf course, taking out frustrations on uh, golf balls. But we, so I would balls. go with, yeah, on tiny white <laughs> balls. You can play with your glowing, your dart balls, I'll play on my tiny white balls. <laughs> <laughs> Golf balls. I'm talking about golf balls. Um, but I would always go with, so on that particular ship, I would play golf with the doctor. Yeah. Dr. Detoy, uh, who's a South African guy. And also uh, Dara. The piano bar player. The piano bar player. And mm-hmm. she was very, very good at golf. Very good. And so we'd play the three of us. Um, it was I always try and go out with the doctor because the doctor's the only person that the ship can't sail without. Exactly. So That's I'm guaranteed smart. to get back. Yeah. Good Brilliant. Move, that. Good move. Um. But one thing I wasn't prepared for playing golf in Mexico was the wildlife. Oh, you would did, used to call me and be like, look at this, what I've just walked yeah. upon. Like, it was like an alligator. Ridiculous alligators. <laughs> like, huge. And there was one time, me and Dara were in the golf buggy, and I thought there was a log across the car path. Oh my God, were you going to like run and it over? Was, yeah, and, it, and then it just moved straight into, the, <gasps> into the, like, the pond. And it was this huge alligator. And then like we saw like loads of... Uh, Lizards, iguanas. Iguanas, that's the one. They, did you say one fell from the yeah, tree? Yeah, they just fall from the tree. Like, they, I don't know if they're up there sleeping and then they just roll over, but <laughs> they really shouldn't be sleeping in trees. <laughs> um, and then, like, the birds are amazing. But we we were on this one hole and I uh, I hooked, as I regularly do, I hooked my drive mm-hmm. and it was going towards the water and I was like, oh, that's lost. So I put another one down, played my second ball. We got in the golf cart, went over and it hit an alligator and the alligator was by the river and it it was just next to it and Dr. Detoy was like play it and I was like absolutely not <laughs> and I'm like hid behind the behind the golf cart I'm like just leave it let's just leave that ball and Detoy's like no no it's alright I'll get it like he's South African he's used to yeah. wrestling bears rhinos. and rhinos yeah. <laughs> and he just went and grabbed it and he was like I think it's dead I was like it's definitely not dead it's just play it's blinking <laughs> I can see it blinking. He was trying to get you oh, to come so close funny. and eat your hand. Like, and he, gra- he just grabbed it. What was that? Happy Madison, Billy Gilmore. What was it called in that movie? Happy Gilmore? No, not Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, yeah Happy, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. What's the guy's hand? Chubbs. Chubbs. <laughs> Chubbs lost his hand to an alligator. Chubbs de Toy. But yeah, no, uh, de Toy was great with that one. And then, uh, but yeah, me and Dara got a little scared and we nearly crashed the golf cart. Yeah, but that's not on like the carnival. That's not on the excursions. But you know, we used to have a golf pro on board. I know. And we used to have like golf excursions. That would have been the greatest job in the world. Yeah, but I think it was too niche for our Mm. clientele. I think there should be like a special golf cruise, just a bunch of golfers. There's so many people that want to do charter cruises and like be like for like a military cruise or like a golf cruise. Mm. Like then we have the couple of the rock and roll ones, but 
I imagine it's a lot of logistics. What um what is the one excursion that you'd love to do? One that I haven't done yet. Yeah. I want to do the big crazy. I mean, I love an adventure one. Um, and I we used to do scuba diving all the time. Oh, when um, you cruised as a when kid. I cruised as a guest. Yeah, we don't have scuba diving anymore though. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it just wasn't as popular or whatever. But so now I turn towards like the sky rather than the sea and there is a thing called the flying dutchman which i I believe i have to check this on it's the longest zip line in the world and it's in saint martin and it always books up and apparently not only is there the zip line but there's also like this like park um like a like a almost like a like tubing yeah there's a big three yeah it's called the big three Mm. and so you like zip line and then you can like tube down the mountain but it's a dry tube yeah so it's not like it's not like like you imagine if you were in snow and you were tubing but it was like it's dry Mm. and so you don't get wet so like then that's the one i really really want yeah that's the popular one i can't remember which my last ship i was on did that one and i think i'll be going there in the next couple of weeks um so yeah that's a really good one and there's another one. Some of the adventure parks are really good. Have you ever been to Atlantis? I have been to Atlantis. I did the big water park one day. And that one, I don't like, I'm very claustrophobic when it comes to like water slides. I know. And so I never, ever go in the water slides that are completely closed in. Um, the only time I do is if I'm in like a tube. And even whenever we went to Hurricane Harbor and we did, um, what's it called? It's that spaceship one. I don't think it's called the Black Hole. I, I can't I can't do it because I just, I feel like I have to hold my breath the whole time. And a lot of these rides are really long. And so by the end, I'm like, <laughs> dying. That's funny because Agnes, our niece. Uh, who's, who's five, who did five, this, yeah. yeah. She she doesn't like the enclosed slides. Oh, they stress me out. And we went on, I went on a, little, on a little holiday with my sister and her husband and the kids. And I have a video, I was doing videos of her coming down all the slides. Mm-hmm. And there's a, in a play park, and there's a video of her getting in. It's the sweetest thing in the world. She gets in this one that's covered over, and it was the first one she'd been. <laughs> and then she comes down, and when I listen back to it, you can hear her saying, uh, she goes, one, two, three, be brave. And then goes oh. down. <laughs> it's so cute. It's the cutest thing you've ever heard. That's so crazy. Maybe you need to do that. It's the same thing I would do. Yeah, yeah. maybe you need to there's do that. There's the, the one that... On, and, um, and Bahamas and Atlantis, you can also... This is an excursion people can book. Um... There's one called the Abyss. And when you would get up there, it was like a couple other slides that were around there, but there was just like the one that was called the Abyss. And everyone wanted to go in that one because it was apparently the most terrifying one, but it was just this big black hole. You couldn't see the actual water slide. You couldn't see anything. And everybody that was going down, it was like the guy would remind them, scream as you go down. And so you just hear like the echoing of someone like, wah! Falling off a cliff. Exactly, falling off a cliff. And um, I was deadly afraid. I I don't like enclosed water slides at all. And so I made myself go first and all of my friends were behind me. And by the time that they all got down, they were like, Kendall, did you throw up? And I was like, no, I hated every second of it, but I didn't throw up. And they said, yeah, because we heard everyone else screaming. But when you went down, all we heard was, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, imagine throwing up on a water slide and then going down after that. Yeah, that was that the one that went through the shark tank. No, it didn't go through the shark tank. The shark tank, I think, was on the same platform, but it was it was on the other side. Yeah, and there's like I think I don't know if I saw the two that whenever I was there, but there's there's one that goes down like shoots you through the water tank or the shark tank, and then there's one that you can like take a tube, which is the one that I would do. I love a tube. I feel like I have more space. Do you remember that really, really, really lazy river? 
we went oh, to. Oh, yeah, in Costa Maya. Costa Maya. There were like... some great water slides there, though. There was a really good tube water slide. You wouldn't slide go there. on any of the water slides. Well, I me. wouldn't go on the ones we have to sit on a mat. I am not going to sit on a mat and shoot myself down a slide. You went down them all with Jane. I, I didn't go down <laughs> them with Jane. I went down the water slides with the tubes with Jane. That was hilarious. But do you remember walking into that? Because it was like the, all those slides were in one giant thing. Yeah. And you walked in and it was this massive complex. You yeah, had to like yeah, walk all, all the way up. All the stairs carrying your stuff. Yeah. It was the elevator. It was good that. And water parks are a fun one, but that Atlantis one, there's so much going on there. Like there's so much other stuff you can do. They've yeah. got dolphins there. They've got loads of animals. They've got like the little cove. I think that's like a little beach cove that yeah. you can go and see on the other side as well. And I wanted to go to that place as soon as we, um, as soon as I knew we were going to Nassau because there is a movie called, I think it's called After the Sunset. And it's got Piers Brosnan and, and Woody Harrelson and the Jewel Thieves. The Jewel Thieves. Yeah, and they stay in that hotel. You know the one that I think Michael Jackson used to have it. It's, it's the one. That, the, I think the it was bridge. the Michael Jackson Suite. Yeah, mm. is that one? So I wanted to go see that because of that movie. Yeah. Now a lot of people talk to me about Alaska. Yeah. Have you ever done Alaska? I've never done Alaska. I really want to do Alaska, but it's just not in the cards for me at this point in time. Or Hawaii, or. Australia either but I think the Alaskan ones because the excursions are like riding on the back of a whale and like <laughs> crazy ones like that I'm not sure that's an excursion just so you know if you They're gonna <laughs> I go hope to someone goes to the show excursion desk uh, we heard that you could ride on the back of a whale no I don't think that's a real one but if no. I if I could choose any excursion to do it would be polar bear watching I don't know if polar bear watching is a thing in Alaska. Though. I don't think it's far enough north. Well, I know that there's bear watching, but I think it's different bears. There is on one of the Cunard ships. Yeah, because you did that travel, was it Travel 360? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When I did that, I was looking at some of the excursions that you do on those. There's a crazy one, polar bears. Like oh, there's get, like a full you expedition. You get to go for dinner with a polar bear, like you go <laughs> dancing with a polar bear. I bet you have bear. Coca-Cola with a dude. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it looks like the best. So that would be one. There's a love. there's a zipline in uh, Alaska as well, but it, and that's like another one. You literally zipline like into the bay. But we did we did dog sledding when we were in Colorado a couple years back, and that was amazing. And I've seen some incredible dog sledding pictures from yeah. the Alaska the excursions. Yeah, and some even just some of the. Uh, I once went to New Zealand and did uh, ice climbing on a glacier, and like some of the like the glacier stuff in the big. I saw a picture of someone that was working out on an Alaskan cruise the other day. And they were like, there was just like an iceberg behind them. Yeah. Like it was crazy, like canoeing through Yeah, they, they this the ships that we have, they sail through the fjords, I think yeah, that's what they're called. Insane. And they've got a naturalist, I believe is what it's on, actually on the board. I think it's called a, Wait, it's a naturalist someone, or a naturist. Well, one of those doesn't wear clothes. Well, yeah. No, but they're the ones that they literally stay on the bridge and they like spot look for whales. Um, and then they will make an announcement like, if you look out to the starboard side of the ship, you'll see a. Oh, they know what the top. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought you meant they stood with no clothes on. At no. The top of the, in Alaska, <laughs> it's a bit risky. <laughs> a bit chilly. A bit, a bit cold. <laughs> Do you remember when we went parasailing? Yeah, where was that? That was in Cozumel. Cozumel is a place that a lot of people don't... I mean, they book excursions that they want to do like something adventurous, but a lot of people usually just think they're going to go and find... We've got some Mr. San- Dr. Beach. Sancho. What's Mr. he called? Mr. Sancho's yeah. where the beach is not I've good. never been there. The drinks are not that great. I've never been there. Paradise yeah. Island. We that- used to go there when we were like in high school and our parents were being progressive and let us try a beer or two. Um, but no, I, that, that's... 
that was, I think we went to a different, I think we went to Paradise Beach before. And that's what we did, the jet skiing and the parasailing mm. one. And I had never parasailed before. And that is not what I expected it to be. We had to get on one boat that took us out to another boat that was currently parasailing somebody in the yeah. air. And while they were like up in the air, we had to climb from our boat onto the, I felt like I was in a heist. Do you remember when we got the jet skis and you nearly killed me? Oh my God, you're so dramatic. <sighs> you're just not... A fan of my driving abilities. Yeah, correct. And that wasn't even on a road. There was no other cars. I was a good driver. You were you were having a good time, that's for sure. <laughs> I did almost fly throw you off at one point. It was insane. That was good, though. Yeah. I do like the... It is good to get off and do some high high adrenaline sort of stuff like that. Is there anything that you've never done that you really want to do? Um... Like I want to do the zip lining. I know you rather. Really, I mean, you'd love to go on a polar bear expedition. I took somewhere. the I took the hosts on my last ship before I left. I took the hosts on. I think we were in Amber Cove, and we did the like uh, going the down, waterfalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The magua. Yeah, going down all the waterfalls and that. That was really really fun, uh, and I love stuff like that. Jumping off stuff and going through waterfalls and stuff and that it was just like you're in the jungle like you're in, yeah it's a little bit of a hike but it's it's incredible it's insane and amber coves where the um original jurassic park was based on yeah because the, the literally just, amber yeah when you when you're coming into port you can just it just looks like jurassic park in my head it's just going <laughs> it's amazing so you yeah. just felt like you're in jurassic park it was class that made me think of one that, because I've done Demagua before, but whenever my, my other friends and me went on her bachelorette cruise, we did, um, we went to Progresso in Cozumel. And in Progresso, there's lots of cenotes. And and we were reading through, like, what we wanted to do. And, you know, they, they we, we didn't know what we wanted. And they, there was this one that was, like, a bike ride in the jungle and then swimming in underground cenotes where you get to be blessed by a shaman. And... I don't know why we really thought that that was like it. We were like, absolutely sign us up for being blessed by a shaman. This is our moment. And so we got on this bus, which was air conditioned at least, but we had like this really incredibly long drive. It was like 35, 40 minutes until we got to where we needed to get. And we got to this place, looked super nice. They gave us all of our life jackets. They gave us all of our, our little bikes. We were like super hyped up. We're like, I don't know when the shaman's going to come out and bless us, but this is going to be great. And so then we started like bike riding into the jungle and we got all the way out. And then they're like, all right, this is where the cenote is. And it was, I swear down, Joe, a hole in the ground smaller than this bed. And I was like, what? We're just going to climb in there. And as we all know, I'm claustrophobic. And so they, we had to grab this rope ladder and just like descend into this tiny little hole. And then when you got into it, it was amazing. And this whole room, it was like a cave. And there was just like one beam of light into it. Uh, and um, I'm not going to lie to you. When you first said... Sun- Cenote. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. It's and an underground cave. I know that now. I was thought you were talking about like something that you eat with, a, with a margarita. No! Although cenote, that, was, that okay. did come yeah, later. I know that is. But no, like, yeah, so the cenotes were super cool and we did, a, I think, two of them and the water was super clear and it was great. But we kept looking for the shaman and he never came. So, like, we were super disappointed. You didn't get blessed by a shaman? No, but we got to go into the holy waters of the cenotes so we felt just as blessed. What a shame. Yeah. But anyways, that's a little bit about short excursions. Is there anything else you wanted to cover on short excursions? Um, no, what I will say is, if you do book a short excursion, mm-hmm. read all the information about it. Yep. And if it is something in a jungle or in some, fo- some rainforest, double check about the walk. 
Yeah. Some people get caught out with that. Like some some of them you have to walk for quite a bit. Yeah, like the Demago waterfalls is yeah, like a, it's it like is a 30 quite minute a hike. And one of them, my hosts was not happy about it. <laughs> so I would always recommend doing that. Um, I was always always recommend booking them as soon as you get on board, if not before you get on board. Yeah. Because a lot of people book them, like get on board and they're like, oh, well, we'll see how we feel. And then they'll go to the first part and they'll think, we'll do our own thing. And then they'll come back after 20 minutes and they'll be like, there's nothing to do. And it's like, you haven't been organised. Yeah. So, and then they'll start trying to book for the rest of the ports, but then and they'll all be booked up. Mm-hmm. So get yourself organised with that stuff. It's something that I always say to people. Yeah. Proper and preparation prevents piss poor performance. Correct. Hashtag Coach Guy on. I, my dad always <laughs> say, uh, failing to plan is planning to fail. Oh. Yeah. Um, you guys can take that. You can, you can have that one. That's a Don Boy special. Uh, so yeah, I would say get organised, get them booked, and if you're with a big group, definitely get some at least one of the parts of the call. Yeah, get something booked. Like otherwise, can, it's like herding cats. Yeah, you can look into a good beach day. Like there's certain certain parts where you can just get off the ship, like at uh, Grand Turk. You can get off the ship, and the beach is right there. Yeah, but then there's like, but it's like super busy and and. You could go and try and get a chair, but then you're going to nickel and dine, and then people are going to be bothering you, or someone's going to take your chair when you're in the water. Whereas if you like book, I always say for like the beach reservations, it's way more worth it to book in on an actual beach where your chair is included, your transportation yeah. is included, and you you pay that premium price to get a bit more of exclusivity. So you're kind of away from the crowds. No one's there to steal your chair. You're not getting asked to have your hair braided, even though you're bald. Like it's it just gives you all those. But that's what I mean. Like people think because the beach is right there. That it's just going to be an easy day. Get off the ship and go and do that. No, it's even Whereas more hassle. It's more stressful. So definitely, I would recommend anybody that's that's cruising, whether you've done it before or it's a first time cruiser, definitely look into the excursions. There's always something for everybody. There's yeah. always a real good day out. Do something new. You know, make 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 memories. Make memories that's and get outside of the port. That's why I always tell people they they pay on it to go on a cruise and to see these destinations, and then they never leave the actual port. And the port, although there's loads of shops and like good food to have, it's a port that's been built by the company. It's mm. not the actual. You're not experiencing the culture. You're not experiencing really the people. You're experiencing great deals and deals, but that's kind of the extent of it. So get out there, whether it's on, I mean, always get an excursion because that's the safest way to do it. But if you're an explorer, don't be afraid to walk outside of the shopping center. Explore the port you paid for. Yeah, and eat eat legit food. I always say that's one of the, the I, culturally, that's the thing I love the most about traveling around is seeing and getting to eat everybody's different food. So I don't mean like everybody's like I go to people and take, take it off the, plate. off the plate. No, yeah. I mean like go <laughs> go to separate establishments and uh, enjoy food and drink and just have a great time. All right. Any well, that's it for short excursions today. Do we have anybody inside the portal this evening or no? Unfortunately, um, there's no one for the porthole today. No one's inside the porthole. No, I've reached out. There's a few people pending. A few people are busy because they're on ships, but there is no one for inside the porthole. Yeah. So I will ask you this question, Kindle. Oh. What is your favourite room that you stayed in on a cruise ship? Oh, we got a corner suite balcony one time. Um, and the balcony was massive. It went all the way around. And then when you walked in, there was like a little like couch in the mom and dad's room 
was in the next door over. And then we, my brother and me, had the room next door to it. And so our balcony then got extended even more. And they were able to open up the door. And it was on the Ash Suite. After that, we really did, I, my, my mom and dad have stayed in, like, Havana cabins. And, like, they had the really nice one on the uh, XL Clash that had, like, the full patio. But I never got to stay in one of those. Um, as, a, as a crew member, um, I would say, like, when we did the restart and we had to quarantine for 14 days... The room I got put in there was another big corner suite on the uh, the Vista, and it was in, it was incredible. Yeah, I'm glad you got that. I got a little tiny cabin. You got a normal balcony cabin, which is beautiful. To be fair, it was the only time I've ever stayed in a, a guest cabin. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. It was very nice. Whenever I got isolated for um, the second time, uh, I had a, an interior room with a window, like an ocean view, but it had a bathtub. So, like, you walked in, and there was, like, a bathroom with, like, a shower and a toilet. And then you walked a little further, and it was, like, a really long entrance. And then I had, there was, like, a bathtub there. Um, and it was, like, a really small bathtub. It was, like, sitting in a barrel, but I lived in that bathtub. And then it was, like, a normal room. It was actually great. I didn't know I guess could have bathtubs. Yeah, and an interior, I, I didn't either. At least on an interior. I know, like, in some of the suites, the grand suites, there's... There's like big bathtubs and showers and there's, I think on the newer ships, like the big and crazy like XL rooms, there's like walk-in showers with like glass. It's, it's in Is it like a penthouse? There's a presidential suite. A presidential suite? Presidential suite. It's usually midship somewhere, pretty high up. The spa ones are always quite nice, aren't they? Yeah. And you get like little passes and it just smells bougie in there. I like to do on turnaround day, if you've never gone into those rooms, that's the day to do it, especially as a crew, like a crew member, whenever they're cleaning all the rooms, like for you a go nap. up and take a look. No, not for a nap. Because I normally just go, in, when people get off the ship for the excursions, that's when I go for a nap in their room. Oh, hush. So everyone make sure you know why now. Joy wants you to book an excursion. Yep. Book your excursions <laughs> so I can sleep in your cabins. <laughs> Oh, yeah, drink your shampoo I know what you're doing listen we gotta get out of here until next time as always it's a pleasure we're talking shit with y'all I'm gonna fire bye right. oh <laughs> just <Whoa. kidding. laughs> sorry Joe I'm gonna fire <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Joey oh man we're on one today bye cheerio okay bye and honey nut cheerios